What is up, Big Rig Nation? Tuesday, December 20th, boys. We're back. Back better than ever, right before the holidays. Um, good to see both of you. Have you guys mailed it in yet? Are we done working? Not yeah. yet. Not yet. Dean's done. Well, it's been done I mean, for guys. I'm producing a, a podcast here. I'm yeah. working, I'm working two jobs. Props to Dean. Props to Dean for Dean a little we got we got a little flashy last week. We got some in in uh in podcast audio clips. So um yeah, shout out to Dean for uh did get a little feedback from uh some East Coast listeners that all of our podcasts have been named something around Purdue. So Yep. That's on me. That's on me. We, we appreciate right. the feedback though with like, anything that we add in because yeah. it's a learning experience for all of us. Shout out to our East Coast listeners. Are they gonna be listening this week, Pete? Shout out to the East Coast. Yeah, they'll be listening. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, boys. Well, we uh, have prior obligations, so we're not going to ramble and argue too much on this. We're going to keep it a little bit shorter. So uh, let's jump into it. Best thing that we saw this weekend. Best thing I saw this weekend happened on Saturday. The Colts improved their draft position and made history. We got what to see game. what – we got to see Jeff Saturday coach a game on a Saturday. And when that happens, history happens, apparently. Um, they're hanging the banner in Lucas Oil Stadium, and it reads NFL's largest comeback participant. <laughs> yeah, this, this game was pretty fucking brutal. Um, the honeymoon is over with Jeff Saturday and the Colts. Um, For the record, I, everyone knows that you're a diehard Colts fan. Yes. Yeah, and I, I was I was dying on fucking Saturday. That that. What do you sure. think of the first half? In the, well, in the first half, I, I set myself up for failure because I was like, oh, man. I was like, we kind of needed to lose this game for draft position. But then I was like, oh, well, this is – the Colts have played well against some of the better teams they played this year. I mean, they beat the Chiefs. They were up on the Cowboys. And then, you know, they're beating the shit out of the Vikings. And I'd never in my wildest dreams thought that we'd blow a 33-point lead. Like, I know we're bad, but 33 points is – I that's – that we'd be fined for tanking if Adam Silver was running the NFL <laughs> after that. But yeah, the Colts are just bad. Second worst team in football. Week 18 against Houston at the end of the year should not be televised or made available to the public. Uh, like the old NBA commercials, I just can't wait to see where amazing happens next with the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I'm just glad the rest of the weekend was great, but that was the best thing I saw and the worst thing I saw. Okay. Wow. That was, uh, that was, I like that passion. There was a little bit of, uh, I mean, what, where does the, where does the Colts go from here? I mean, obviously they need a coach, a quarterback. I mean, wh- wh- where does this rebuild start? What don't we need? I mean, yeah. that's, yeah. I mean, our best player is a running back and he's entering a contract year. And we all know the rule about, you know, running back shelf don't life in the NFL. So yeah. really, think about it, we don't got anything. <laughs> Um, Quinn and Nelson. Yeah, and he he struggled this year, I and mean, he's getting paid twenty million dollars. Where for a left guard, he's, I mean, it, it's all bad. It's I know. I feel bad. I feel bad. Pacers suck. Colts suck. At least you got Purdue basketball. Yeah, for real. 
Um, okay. All right, Dean. Pete? The best thing I saw this weekend – well, it's kind of a, a two-tone. I'll, I'll double down on last week's best thing I saw, confirming that Tom Brady is done. Good mm-hmm. first half. Can't play a full game. Bucks are toast. They're going to lose that division to the Panthers, Falcons, or Saints. I'm putting it out here right now. That division is not going to the Bucks. I just don't feel good about where they're at. The other teams, other teams are streaking. But the real best thing I saw this weekend, if we're not repeating last week, would be the Raiders, baby. Taking down the Pats. What a play at the end of that game. And boy, oh boy, did the Jets need the Patriots to lose. They also need the Chargers to lose. Titans couldn't hold their weight. But, man, I just I was watching that game live and – I think I was cheering like the Jets made it to the AFC Championship game, even though we haven't even made the playoffs yet, and we might not. But that was huge for the Jets. Um, very it's excited bad. that the Raiders were able to capitalize on the poor decision-making of Bill Belichick, Mac Jones, um, Stevenson, everyone, the whole Patriots organization. Um, it's bad. It's good for us. Bad for you, Rick. Yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll jump into that set because I, I have a lot of thoughts. But um, I'll start with the best thing that I saw um, is, and we'll, we'll just open this can of worms, is I don't know if soccer is back, but it was certainly back Sunday morning. I'll tell you what, that was – we're, we're definitely not a soccer podcast, and we're not even fans of soccer. But two things, soccer – had its biggest day ever in my life. I can't remember, like maybe the Chastain game, but we weren't, I don't really remember that. But I mean, this was a huge, huge, huge day for soccer across the world. Um, incredible game, uh, incredible ending. Um, and then my second thing is I 100% could make a penalty kick like that. Those, these guys are, these goalies are so bad. And I know, you know, it's a lot more than, but they're jumping before you even kick the ball. They have to, Rick. Yeah. I know. So if you kick it, I've, I've kind of refined my strategy. Like I was said, fake them out. But if you just kick it right down the middle, they're moving one way or the other. They don't stand still. So <laughs> I, I, hold on. I could, I think at least on that French goalie who was horrible, I can, I think I can make five out of ten. I was gonna say six. I think I can, I honestly can make five out of ten on him. I don't think so. I got you going one for ten, and that's only if you get the first one. Because as soon as they realize that you're not kicking it with any velocity, they're not jumping before. They're not you kicking kick the it. ball hard, Dean. That's what I figured out. They're not kicking that ball hard. I'm also. I think you're gonna miss the net four or five times. That if I think if if I was to miss it, I wouldn't miss the net. But those goalies were like it was just there were tappins, there were tappins. So yeah. I don't know. Um, good, day, good day for soccer, though. I agree. Huge that day. Was a great game. Gripping. Watch. Yeah. So let's start there. We'll start with the World Cup. Um, it's over. Next next time we'll see at least the World Cup games it'll be in north america in our backyard something in our front yard yeah so boys what do you think of messi um the goat and what where's the state of soccer 
after the Sunday? I think, well, first of all, Messi and Mbappe are so freaking good. <laughs> they oh, yeah. just make everyone else on the field look average, and all those guys are amazing. But the big thing I'll, I'll say is that U.S. soccer is so far behind these guys. So like, far. I, I, I kind of thought that, hey, maybe we're you know, a few, a few World Cups away from competing. I don't even think we're even close. I think it's 25 years from now before we even have the conversation of yeah. Yeah. are we competitive? Can we make it to a semifinal, a quarterfinal? I mean – We can barely nope. get in the dance. I know. I know. So that, that's one thing I'll take away is yeah. the U.S., as fun as it is to watch them in the World Cup, the reality is they have zero chance of winning. They're just not good enough. Those players are so much better in those other countries. It would be bad next year if we didn't make the World Cup. That'd be bad. So we auto- I thought we automatically go. Oh, do we? If, if we're hosting, because like Qatar uh, was in this one. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a good point yeah, too. I See, I don't know. I don't. Know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But might not make it if we didn't have that exemption. But anyway, go yeah. ahead, dude. Yeah. No, I, I agree with Pete. Because honestly, I compare it to like how far ahead like the u.s was against every other country in basketball back in like the 90s and and then uh even into the very early 2000s but the u.s i just feel like they're never gonna there's never gonna be this love for soccer as like a kid that there is like in these other countries to where like we're really gonna have our best athletes ever playing soccer people always hate the the memes that sports center comes out with like the NBA and NFL players all dressed up in like soccer gear. And it's like, imagine if these guys were all playing soccer. Yeah. But it's like, that's never going to happen. As long as like the NFL and NBA are around, like that's where like the best athletes are going to be going from like the U S and that's, I mean, yeah, I don't see us ever really having guys on the level of Messi or Mbappe, much less like a team that is all like, you know, Premier League level players. Like you look at the U.S. roster; it's a bunch of dudes that play like in, in MLS, and it's like MLS is multiple tiers below those high level leagues. And I mean, I I love that for the World Cup and for soccer, all the soccer fans in general. That you know, the biggest game every four years is this World Cup final, and that game was every bit worth. Like that was incredible to watch, you know. And you couldn't ask for a better final, but. Now that like it's over, it's kind of soccer just is gonna go back to, to the rear view mirror yep. until for a while. I was I was about to send out a text. It'd be like if every soccer game was like that, I'd watch. Yeah. But like there's this is like the best game ever. It's like yeah. literally all done. Like they're all the ties will come back and the one zeros and the No, it's huge. I think soccer peaked. Can we say that, boys? It's it's peaked and it's Back into the, you know, I, I think it's, it's a, peak for now. Yeah, it's also just, it's also just different when it's the best teams in the wor- best teams and the best players in the world actually playing. It's like kind of early, like the group stages when you have some of these teams that have qualified but are not nearly on the level of like France, Argentina, Brazil, etc. It's like yeah, we had like the Morocco made a little bit of a Cinderella run, but for the most part the cream rises yeah. to the top in these tournaments. And that's where the good games and like the exciting stuff happens for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, not much baseball talk we had since we last spoke. Randone to the Yankees, probably cementing them as 
first or very close to the first rotation, best rotation in baseball. It's not good. It's not good for the AL East. Not good probably for the Astros, but they got their guy and got a pretty good deal with that, Pete. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I like the move. I think priority one was get judge. Priority two was I mean, still need a left fielder, but get another starting hand and then sure up the bullpen and you got one of the best pitchers on the market. You got the best player on the market re-signed. So there's still some holes to fill. Like I said, left field, bullpen help. Um, bullpen's pretty good, but I think it still needs some some arm, especially with uh, our closer situation. But I like it. I mean, you got Cole, Rodon, Rendon, however you say it. Um, you got Severino. You got Nestor Cortez. And then Frankie Montas, is he going to be – like, was he hurt last year? I don't know. But if Frankie Montas is your fifth starter, you got to feel pretty good about it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the rotation feels feels like the best in baseball. Maybe not, you know, like the Mets got Scherzer and Verlander, but top to bottom, you got to feel pretty good as a Yankees fan um, with that rotation. So I like it. Yeah, you got to. And there's no excuses. I, I mean, you there's say this literally, every year, Rick. No excuses. Got to win the world. But there series. is not. What what would be the excuse? Wait, you don't have left field. Like, like you can't have a perfect line. I mean, you like, still got. You, you're still in contract hell with with Donaldson. Um, Hicks is should be in, should, was, should be in AAA, and we're still paying him ten mil a year for three more years. Um, so there, there's still some there's, okay, so there's like I said, work to be done. I don't know if you, you can get rid of those contracts with you know a prospect and something something there, but. Yeah, I mean, I still think the lineup is where we struggled when it came to the postseason. We couldn't hit, and our lineup has, hasn't changed yeah. that much. So, um, so yeah, I still it think hasn't changed at all. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, Literally, I mean, we'll we'll get DJ back. Hopefully, he could stay healthy. He's yeah, old. Glaber had a decent year. Rizzo had a great year. Trevino had a had a all-star year a catcher so, you gotta hit you have to hit but you have to hit in the playoffs i also think bader being back in center is going to be i think that's a strong yeah. strong signing so I, again no i think third, third pace is third base is a gap right now and i think left field's a gap if, if we're talking about gaps hmm. in my good time to uh <laughs> reinvest a little bit <laughs> Maybe there's, like another, the, maybe there's another investor. <laughs> yeah, no, right. No, I feel like the Yankees need one of their one of those prospects like Cabrera, Volpe, or Peraza to come through. You need one of those like cost control guys to yeah. step mm-hmm. up and play like way above, you know, the five hundred K, you know, that they cost a year. Yep, I agree. And I mean you saw Cabrera and Peraza on the postseason roster. They both played yeah. good. Like maybe you give them a full season, they're ready. But I mean, everyone's talking about Volpe as well. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yep. Still no one at still no one at shortstop either. Yeah. It's a pretty big, pretty big hole. Yep, that is a big hole. Need that hot corner. All right. Uh nothing really else. Baseball. Uh let's talk about let's talk about college basketball. Pretty big slate. They said the biggest slate. Until March. Yeah. 
Uh, we had some pretty good games. Yeah, Davidson covered. They did fourteen. They had fourteen and a half. That was a lot. Well, yeah. No, I mean th- there were a lot of good games. I saw U of H beat Virginia. Gonzaga beat beat Bama. I'll say. I mean Purdue took care of business. UConn took care of business as well. UConn is UConn is not going to play another ranked team the rest of the year. I know. Yeah, the Big East is bad with I mean, Villanova like, being off. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so their their best game is against Marquette. So yeah. UConn will be number one because Purdue will lose to someone, and then UConn will be probably number one, and then they'll get beat second round. Yeah. I think what we're finding out, and because Pete called this, is that you know it's tough to really see like who's good this early in the year, but you can start to find out who's not good when yeah. some of these teams start you know drop dropping games that they should win, or like kind of finding ways to lose. The losses start stacking up. Yeah, you know, you start, and I think we're just seeing a, a lot of parity already in the. That's when March Madness play. is at its best. Is like you got the seeds, but like it's all you have no idea. Yep. So, all right. Um, all right, boys, our main event for this episode is going to be NFL. We had a huge weekend and arguably definitely the best weekend of the year, maybe the best weekend of the last however many years. I mean, insane games from the Colts game to the, the snowball to the Raiders to the Jags. The Jags, the Jags, that was an insane walk-up to the Chiefs slipping. By. I mean, the Titans, or I'm sorry, the, the Chargers won on the last minute. Yeah, The the Bucks blowing the lead. So we can start however you want. You can cover the, the Colts game. But, uh, boys, what a – I don't want to talk about the Pats yet. <laughs> not ready to talk about the Pats. But I do want to talk about a team that we talked about last week being legit, and that's the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still on the fence there. I mean, yeah, they beat the Jets. Six out of seven. I know. I know. Um, they just, like, they didn't look that impressive to me. Like, I watched – that's probably the first Lions game I've watched start to finish. And – Dude, that fourth that fourth down play at the end of the game was like just such a blown play by the Jets defense. Like, there's no there's no reason that that, that guy should go 50 yards on a screen fourth down screen pass to the end zone. So, yeah. I mean, Jets were winning at that point. They go down three, and Zach Wilson makes all these miraculous throws on third and fourth down. Poor clock management, but like, Jets could have easily at least tied that game once overtime. The Jets didn't play very good. That's all I'm saying. I, I think the Lions are because they're not very good. I think the Lions in a dome and Lions in good weather are are much better than the Lions in bad weather. Yeah, well, or they cold. Just proved, they just proved that wrong. So I don't know how true that is. I just explained myself, Rick. I said they won. They won six to seven. Got it. But they didn't look that great. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. A dub's a dub. It's hard to win the NFL, especially on the road in an outside. When you're allegedly a dome team with what the first best defense in the league. Hey, if you want to give us that crown, we'll take it. What'd you think of Zach Wilson, Pete? <sighs> he, I don't know. I mean, I love it because <laughs> he played just well enough to like Pete have this reaction. Yeah. yeah. If Mike White's, if Mike White's healthy, Mike White. Um, but. 
I think he played all right. I mean, you look at the stat line, like 18 for 35 for 320 plus yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. That's that's a lot of, but there was a lot of big plays in there. Um, that interception was just absolutely brutal. Changed the game. I just think, and I've, I've heard it all over New York Sports Radio on ESPN too, like he makes the hard stuff look really easy and the easy stuff look really hard, which is a horrible trait for a quarterback. Like yeah, you look exactly. at Burrow, Herbert, they never miss those like five, five yard check downs or screen passes or like, he just can't make those throws. Like yep. he's getting pressure. He can't make a screen pass throw. Like it's insane. Yep. But he, he can roll, make something out of nothing and throw the ball 60 yards downfield and yep. hope his receiver makes a play. So I've got a scary name for you that they said the exact same thing about him. And it's Carson Wentz. He yeah. makes the hard stuff look easy, but he can't like he can't hit the layups. And we, have, we got news today that Zach Wilson will be playing again this Thursday night. Um, so hey, you got another audition, I guess. But you'll be I there. It, I will be there. I think Mike White, if he's cleared next week, is is still the quarterback, unless Zach Wilson goes for like twenty five for thirty two for three hundred seventy yards. No interceptions, three touchdowns, which I can almost guarantee that's not going to happen. So I just, I think it's going to be a shootout versus the Jags. So he's going to need to throw the ball, throw the ball. So it's going to be a good, a good second test for him. And if he falls on his face, which we'll see if he does, um, I think Mike White comes back in for the last two games of the season. Trevor Lawrence is playing the best football at any quarterback right now. Yep. I remember I, we talked about it last week, and he's ever since their London game, he's been on fire. I mean, he had a, I mean, part of it he got bailed out a little bit by the Cowboys, but I mean, they put up forty points on the on the Cowboys. It's like, gosh, damn! And he yeah. just made he, he's making just these in, incredible plays. Like he had the a bomb when he rolled out of the pocket, fired yeah. a dart for a touchdown. It's like, dude, like that's that's what they thought they were getting when they drafted him last year, and it's. Yeah, coach. Yeah, I got a, yep. I got a hot take on Trevor um, Lawrence, Rick. Before you go, he's yep. not a cold weather. He's not a cold weather quarterback. He can't play in the cold either. <sighs> Dude, I'm looking at their schedule right now. All right, we'll we'll start in October. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Uh, at you're the latching onto something. I don't know. At the Colts Dome, home against the Giants, they lost. In Jacksonville, home against the Broncos, they lost. Home against the Raiders, they won. Also warm. I don't know what the, this one. Jags Chiefs in Kansas City on November thirteenth. Maybe it was cold. I don't know, but they lost that game. Home against the Ravens, warm. At Detroit, warm. In in Nashville, warm. Home against the Cowboys, warm. They've been hot, but they haven't played in the cold yet. I don't know. People said about the Dolphins. You saw what the Dolphins did. So I don't know. Yeah, they lost. Should have probably won that game. But all right, Pete. Something it's, it's it's something to think about. We'll keep an eye on it. Antennas are up. Here we go. Put them up. All right. Let's talk about it. I don't. I don't. I feel like I've just like this play's been beaten to death already. Maybe it's just because I'm a Pats fan. So. Everyone saw the play. I was in a tight, tight fantasy matchup at the same exact time. 
And it was like, it was a, probably the worst 30 seconds combined that I've had in a long time in, in my sports life. Um, just run, just kneel the ball. Just kneel the ball. Just kneel the ball. There's absolutely no excuse. Um, but I think the bigger, you know, the bigger thing is, is like, I've heard a lot of like, this is, this was the stamp, the shutting of the book on the, the, the Pats dynasty. Like there, this was the, the plays that were made against the Pats that the Pats didn't make. And so I don't know, maybe it's a more symbolic play than just losing the game, but I don't know. It's, I can't sit here today and defend that they're the Pats of old. They're the Pats of early 2000s, late 2010s. I don't know. I don't know, boys. I'm, it's sad. It's a sad day because I think the sports world is better when the Pats are the most hated team. But they're just not. They're, we're the laughing stock. We are a laughing stock. It's embarrassing. But we don't have coordinators that can handle these types of situations and players that have the IQ to to do what they did. And I'm tired of seeing Mac Jones just sit up there and apologize every weekend. I got a question. Is I mean, Mac Jones did not look good. Stat line didn't look good either. Is he the guy? You keep telling me over the last couple of weeks he's the guy. I don't feel like he's the guy. It's just it's just hard, Pete, because it's it's kind of like a Trevor Lawrence situation, right? I'm not saying he. I'm, I'm hold 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 on. I'm not saying he's Trevor Lawrence, but we saw Trevor Lawrence last year with a horrible coach. And and look at Mac Jones's first first year with McDaniel's. It's 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 almost night and day his stats. I mean, he's a Pro Bowler. Pete knows that. He's a Pro Bowler, and and now he's taking a huge step back with a guy with an offensive coordinator who's not an offensive coordinator. So I don't know. It's like you, you McDaniel's gets fired from the Raiders, comes back to New England, which is inevitable. And who knows, Mac might find himself back in the Pro Bowl. But I, is he the guy? Like you don't, don't see yourself man. winning a Super Bowl with Mac Jones. Like no, I can sit. I don't. I don't. Zach Wilson's not going to win a Super Bowl for the. Jets. I don't know. I don't think Mac Jones can win a Super Bowl. Not today, at least. No, not with that offense. I saw something interesting. I think it's Trent Brown, who's either the yeah. left tackle or right tackle. He liked right the tweet, like yeah, the tweet talking about bringing back, uh, bringing back either uh, Garoppolo or Brady. It's like that's not a good look, man. It's not a no, good look in the locker room. Not to talking. block for that, yeah. Sounds like the Pats have more locker room trouble than the Jets did with the Mike White situation. Oh man, that that Pats offense just makes me like, bro. It's just hard to watch, man. Like. We're spending so much money too. It's like these guys got, a lot of money. Also got spoiled for twenty plus years with Tom Brady. So welcome to reality, brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it sucks, man. I don't. I mean, when Boston, you think about Boston, we're a hockey and basketball town right now. It ha- it hasn't been that way for. I mean, you know, we've had those victories. In well, the 08, good news- 09, but. Baseball news, and football does not look good for for Beantown. The good news for you, Rick, is when I met you, you were a Saints fan. You switched to the Pats when they went on that second round, so you could always just switch teams again. Yeah, yeah that's going to get brought up. Um, no, Pats fan. Pats fan for life. Been on the record for that for a long, long time. So, 
Always a Drew Brees fan, never a Saints fan. I don't know. But anyway. I, I don't know. The only thing that gets this taste out of my mouth, and it's a bitter taste, is seeing the Bruins and the Celtics are the best record. So, sure. who knows? Maybe the, the duck boats, you know, keep them oiled up, keep them gassed up. Who knows? Still early, dude. Still early in the NBA NHL. That's it, Pete. Keep those saying. duck boats gassed up. I'll keep saying it until it's like game si- game game sixty of the NHL and NBA season. Then I'll then I'll then I'll say, hey, Bruins are Bruins and Celtics are still there. I'm not saying turn on the engines of the duck boats. I'm just saying keep them gassed up. I hope someone from Boston's listening to you. Out there too. So um but yeah, to wrap up NFL, I mean that anything else on that play? No, they were beating beautiful. it to the ground. Oh my gosh! It's, every show got—I mean, I don't. I, everyone saw it. Everyone knows what happened. They shouldn't have done it. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it's. I think it's just more symbolic. It's just like the, the funniest thing about it is that also, if you're watching, and who knows how many people were watching the fucking Rams Packers last night? Two terrible teams. But the one of the DBs for the Packers, he got an interception and he tried to lateral yeah, it. I saw that. I saw and, it live. And they, yeah, and the Rams almost recovered it. So, like, his teammates after the game were like, are you serious, dude? Like, like, we're not yeah. even 24 hours removed from... Yeah. yeah. Speaking Man. of the Packers, I have, might have a little pick on the Packers later, but... Mm. I don't know. I don't know. They run the table. They got a shot. 70% chance if they run the table to make the playoffs. I, I mean, is that a team you want to see? I don't want to see them. I don't, yeah. They got Dolphins, Lions, Bi- and Vikings. Vikings. Those are beatable the Vi- teams. The Vikings and Lions are home. The Dolphins one is the one. If, if they win that in Miami, two home games. He's back. God. Aaron Rodgers, that is. Yeah, no, no, I think that was a Sam Ellinger reference for yeah, great. Yeah. All right. Um, I think this whole weekend overshadowed how embarrassing of a ending that was of the Cowboys game. That was a bad ending. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where I stand on the Cowboys. I still, think, I still think they're – I mean, well, Jalen Hurts went down, right? So yeah, Those are frauds. Yeah, they should have – they looked bad against the Bears. So, but, yeah, so, if Jalen Hurts is out, this would but, be – Last week, Rick, you told me there's no way the Niners are the best team in the NFC. You just said the Eagles are frauds, Cowboys are frauds. So who are you picking out of the NFC now? I know I did say that. Um, Taking tallies on you. No, I, I I I will stand by a take. I really will, and I'll admit when I'm wrong. But yeah, I, I, This podcast struggles with that. You go back and start listening to the episodes, it might as well be three different dudes talking each week. <laughs> between like. Well, it's good because I don't think people are like, listening consecutively to episodes, so we can yeah. just say whatever we want. Well, uh, like, like I said last, last week, Rick, takes, takes change week to week based on what happens. I agree, Pete. More information you know. I, I agree. Um... It's hard to pick against the Niners. I I agree, dude. There was seven in a row. I think the addition of McCaffrey too has just like opened up that offense and like given them so, like the passing game with McCaffrey is just such a dynamic 
that people just like can't they can't figure it out. Yeah, Debo's out though for a little. Yeah, Debo's out, but uh, I don't know, dude. Philly, Philly and Dallas, I could easily. I mean, the Niners beat Dallas pretty much the same team last year, uh, and then Philly, if they have Hurts out, is a is Gardner Minshew their backup? Yep. Gard- yep. I, I mean, a lot of I've seen a lot of MVP takes saying that like Hurts should not be the MVP because it's the Eagles are that's team around him's really good, so this would be a a big test. I saw that his like MVP odds dropped from like plus or I don't even know yeah. what it was. It was I think he was like huge, plus one sixty or something. Yeah, yeah, down to like minus seven hundred with the injury. Bad, bad, bad. bad. Um. Anything else before we go to picks? I think I'm good. NBA, any NBA news? Dean? No, it's been pretty quiet as far as NBA. Jokic had an insane sideline the other night. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's just – I mean, the Nuggets – now, after like last week, I'm talking about the Pelicans and Suns being one and two in the West, and now it's the Nuggets and Grizzlies are one and two in the West. And it's just – I mean – no one knows who's good in the NBA this year, besides, I guess, the Celtics. Celtics and the Bucks. No. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think Zion's got something to prove this year. I think he's playing like it. I agree. Yeah. I mean, he saw he sees what Jaw's doing out in Memphis, knowing that he went after him. Yep. He just he can't, can't go uh, he just can't get hurt. Yeah. Big body. Oh, yeah. Big bodies get hurt. Yeah, big guys I mean, get hurt. Big I mean, guys fall hard. I mean, I mean you, can, you can say that about all these guys, though. It's like you know, Jaw is just as much of an injury risk as, as Zion with how, how, how he plays and crazy dunks and stuff coming down. I would just always be nervous about the dude just landing awkwardly on a knee and psh, done. Yeah. Um. Okay. We'll talk. Uh, we'll do our college football preview next week. But um, picks, boys. I tr- I threw the hail mary, or I tried to throw the the thirty yard pass to get in the field goal range, call a quick timeout, and that did not happen, boys. I went. <laughs> <laughs> I did quite the opposite. Um, Lateraled it to the other team. I lateraled it to their <laughs> team and ended up one and four. Um. <laughs> Not great. One and three, sorry. Yeah. Um, Pete went two and one. I went one and three. Dean went uh one and two. One and two. Updated yeah. standings. Pete is seven, seven, and one. I'm five and eleven. Dean's five, eight, and two. We're back to five hundred, boys. That's five hundred Pete. Um and just for the record. Man, I really wanted the Vikings to win to cover that game. Yeah, which I, they did not deserve. I know. But like that comeback, I was just like, they got the ball first in overtime. I also bet on it. And I was just like, here we go. They're gonna cover three and a half, four, game over. And Feel you cool. know. Good good day for Colts plus three and a half, plus four betters. Yep. All right, boys, are we ready? Yeah. Okay, uh, who wants to go first? Dean, Pete, me, I guess. No, I want – Dean, how about you? All right. So I'm going to break my my personal rule here and not 
betting against my team, but I'm going to give myself a pass on this one after that Colts game. So the Colts are somehow on national, like national television again, Monday after Christmas, Chargers, taking the Chargers minus four. It, screw everything about this Colts team. The Colts are terrible. Chargers are playing playing better football too. I think the Chargers are rounding into playoff form. I think Herbert's going to have a big game. Minus four is not nearly enough, so I'm taking the Chargers over the Colts at home. Then uh, let's see what else. Jags and Jets on Thursday night football. One of the rigs will be there. The Jags are hot, and Zach Wilson is – you guys know how I feel about old Zach. Zach's not it. So I'm taking Jags plus one in this game. I think Trevor Lawrence – I think they're really going to be riding the momentum from last week. I think it's a good week for them to have a short week after, you know, a big win against against, uh, the Cowboys. I mean, that AFC South division is tightening up real quick. The AFC South doesn't get enough credit for being an absolutely terrible division. The Titans are really struggling. It's a horrible division. Yeah, Titans are seven and seven. Jags are six and eight. And then, of course, you have the Colts and Texas at the bottom of that. And then I got, man, I got to, who's my pick? Dolphins against the Packers. Now, I. This is going to piss off some of our Bears listeners. I, I, I do want to see Rodgers make the playoffs, but not going to happen. I think the Dolphins, the Dolphins proved me wrong last weekend. I was talking all, a whole lot of shit about them playing in the cold weather, and they came in. They should have won that game against Buffalo in, in the snow. I still consider that them proving me wrong in that game. So I'm taking a minus four and a half against the Packers. I think the Packers are going to be finished after this week. So looking for the Dolphins to get themselves back on track, minus four and a half. So, Okay. Well, I guess I'll kick it off with my bet against Ian. (laughs) Crossfire. Breaking news. (laughs) (laughs) Packers plus four and a half. I'm back on the Aaron Rodgers train. A back on the Packers train. They beat a, a bad Rams team. Got it. But man, did you did you watch them run that ball last night? They AJ Dillon, mm-hmm. Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones, rumbling, bumbling, stumbling, tumbling. They were good. I mean, I don't know if AJ Dillon's got a concussion. He went off at the end of that game. But man, I, I just think they they control the clock. They run the ball down their throat. Aaron Rodgers makes enough plays. That they cover, they cover four and a half. I won't say that they're going to win. I think they will win, and I hope they win for the Jets' sake and the Pats' sake, Rick. But thank I, you. I think the Packers make a little run here. I don't know if they make the playoffs because they need some help, but I think they they make it interesting. So that's my first pick: Packers plus four and a half. Second pick, um, I'm going against the Pats here. Bengals minus three and a half. That that line seems off. Seems very low. I know it's in New England. Um, and Pat's what does that even mean anymore? Pat's got heartbroken last week. Um, I just think they come out flat. I think Joe Burrow, I don't think he's going to come out flat again based on what he experienced last week having to come back in that second half. I think they go in prepared. I think they light up the Pats. I think they win by, I'm going to go 10, 10, 14. But, hey, we'll take minus three and a half where the line's at. And my last pick, I'm, I'm choosing a struggling team here. 
a team that seems like they can't find ways to win, and that's the Tennessee Titans. They stink. I almost said they are they're a, they're gonna lose this division. They're gonna lose the rest of the, all their games. They're playing the Texans, Rick. Pete, don't Pete, do not get the Texans have covered like the last four. I'm saying don't get trapped. Have you seen the line? Five. It's a low line. It should be a pick 'em. For a much better team than the Texans. You did obviously not watch that Chiefs game last week. Oh, I watched. I'll, I'll say this. It's going to be five degrees on Christmas Eve in Nashville. Five degrees is projected. It's going to be very cold. Something they haven't done a good job of this year is just feeding Derrick Henry all day. And I don't think the Texans are good enough to stop him. So I think t- Titans win. I don't think it's going to be a bad game because I do think the Titans are on the downfall. But I think they cover five and they beat a bad. Almost every team in the NFL is beating the Texans this year, besides one and one tie. I think, I think Titans cover minus five. Do you ever like wonder who plays for the Texans? Yeah, Davis Mills, man. That's it. No, I, I know, but who else? Brandon That's Cooks, Pierce. Yeah. Take me. And who else? God. I'll say this. I mean, seriously, like, who else is playing for that team? That's a good point. But Derrick Henry usually pops off against the Texans. I like that call out for yeah, Derrick Henry. Texans feel like a, a dome team. So they have a safety named Petrie, Jay Petrie, that's got 117 tackles and three picks. It's their best defensive player. Who's there? Who's that Alabama receiver that went there? He was like really good last year. Mechie. Yeah, John Mechie. Yeah. Then they also have a Laramie Tunsil, the gas mask. Gas mask guy. How could you forget Tunsil, man? Love that guy, dude. Um, all right, boys. I'm struggling with a few of these, but um, here we go. All right, I'm gonna take. This. I'm debating between a couple. All right, I'm gonna take the Lions minus three against the Panthers. It's an outdoor game. It's probably it's cold everywhere, so. Pete will put that uh Pete that put that theory to the test in Charlotte. Panthers are bad though, Rick. Are they? They're they're kind of streaking, but like I think the Lions. Uh, yeah. Maybe uh, it's a good game. I don't know. Yeah. It just depends um, on what the temperature is. Good point for the Lions. Because they're not a cold weather team. Good point. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just matters temperature. Um, what's the temperature in a dome, Pete? Carolina's not a dome. No, no, I'm just saying, but I don't know, whatever they want it to be. Temperature control. Um, we didn't take a stab at the best game pretty much all year, Eagles Cowboys. Is it the best game though with Jalen out? I don't know. I don't know, dude. Gardner Minshew's got that little, he's got that fire, man. I don't I don't see the Eagles dropping off that much. But I like the Cowboys. Minus five and a half. It's crazy we have football on Christmas. And Christmas Eve. Yeah. I, I don't wild that there's a bigger slate on Christmas Eve. I mean, kind yeah. of cool, kind of cool, but kind of wild. Yeah, I wonder how they that's crazy. Um, but I'm not gonna make I'm gonna make two more picks and they're not gonna be football. They're gonna be in basketball. We got rig on rig action tomorrow night. Pacers Celtics. Uh line hasn't come out yet, but what do you think, Dean? It's probably gonna be like minus eleven Celtics or something like that. Yeah, I can see like minus eight, minus nine. Uh, yeah, 
Pacers are going in the wrong direction. They are. Maybe if they had a little bit, some fans that care a little bit more. Oh, I care a lot, but <laughs> I'm I'm future. I'm looking ahead. Um, so I like I like the Celtics uh, and laying the points there, and then I should honestly just just pick the Bruins every every week because I'd be twenty five and four. Um, I'm going to take the Bruins against the Jets. Uh, that is the Jets of Winnipeg. The hockey jets. Um and money line. What when did Rick start getting four picks and we all had to do three? You can pick how is you can make as many as you want. Dean picked four like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Well that's because I was behind on one because I, I only made two picks one week. Oh. Now now yeah. we're now we're both behind two on you, Rick. That's my bad. I thought it was just kind of a free fall, and then your record, you know. I mean, obviously, taking more picks here is not helping me. No, unless for the people that are maybe fading, some of us. It's probably Pete's a worked, fade. Yeah, Pete's worked his way back to five hundred, which is not where you want to be because that's where, regardless of what you're betting, you're losing. But at least if they're fading, fading me, they're coming out ahead. Yeah, there's probably a fade Dean and fade Rick crowd out there. Oh, for sure. Um. All right, boys, that just about does it. This is our last one before Christmas. I think we're all at our single. I'm taking others. another pick. I'm taking oh. another <laughs> from the Raptors. From the Raptors. I'm going right. against Dean again. <laughs> Jets money line, Thursday night football. Book it. Zach hey. Wilson is going to play average, but average enough to get us a win. Defense steps up. Prime First Jets primetime game of the year. We only get one a year, so how many? What was that? You went to a Jets game. Uh, it's probably been a, a year or two. Hmm. Was it Bears Jets a couple of years ago? Bears no, Jets in Chicago, though. That was in Chicago, and oh. then Broncos Jets was shoot four years ago, Rick, when we went in in Denver. Yep. In MetLife, it's probably been two or three years. Yeah. Okay. Well, we obviously wish you the best of luck. I think Dean and I are. Going to be at our significant other's place. Holding down the fort, Chicago. I'm going to San Diego, boys. Oh, nice. Going to be nice weather there, probably. Yeah, I think it's like the warmest. And it's only like 60. Warmest in the country. It's cold. It's going to be like minus 13 here on Thursday. Below of minus 13. We'll send you you pics of our winter jackets. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, But, boys, I think that wraps it up anything else that we missed no that's pretty much it i think we'll we'll take a look at the college games next week after we all come back from christmas because i'm gonna be doing jack shit next week so yeah bowl season is upon us take a nice deep dive into that yeah it's a pretty weak college slate and uh until the big new year six games really i was looking at it this morning it's like yeah nothing really jumps out do we have a lot on lsu purdue yet Oh, it's gonna be a lot. No, it we didn't. Doesn't feel like uh, the same podcast. We haven't. We haven't well, I was just gonna say we didn't. For all you Purdue loser haters out there, uh, we didn't talk about Purdue. So, and we only talk about Purdue when they're in national news. And every time they're, in, you know. I mean, to me, it just sounds like we listen to the listener feedback, and then we incorporate it into the next show. Yeah, we got back. We got backbones though. 
I'm not going to yep. bend the knee to the Purdue haters. <laughs> I'm bending the knee to anybody. Go Boilers. We're still number one. First Big Ten team. Uh, first Big Ten, Big Ten team that's been ranked number one in three consecutive seasons since 76. Damn, that's a fact. Hey, what do you think about that? It's just, just a fun fact that I'll stick in my back pocket and never... Only December. Only December. Maybe Cold hard facts. Maybe it'll come up in a trivia someday at a bar. And I'll yeah, maybe. Um, you guys ask for anything for Christmas? Jets win. Yeah. Dean? I'm still thinking about it. I think draft position for both my teams is what I'm asking for, Pacers and Colts. Yeah, yeah. Hey, before we wrap up, I'm in the semifinals of fantasy football. And, and our, nobody, and our, literally nobody, I mean. Yeah, that, that's that's not like national. You, like, you cannot bring, cut that, Dean, cut that out. That no, doesn't you, sound like national news. You sounds can't like say, someone who got kicked out in the quarterfinals. No, it's a, I mean, if it, I'm an unbiased person. If you say we can't, the people in our fantasy group are our main listeners, and we've been catering to our main listeners. So you can't say we can't talk about Purdue and then talk about the pot and talk about fantasy football. Congrats about the semifinals, Pete. Yeah, I'm probably getting my ass kicked by Mitch. But Dean, do they give out trophies in the semis? I forgot. No, no, they don't. Okay. Also, I'm sure your team will not be happy to hear that you're probably going to get your ass kicked. It's not good for the locker room. I agree. Yeah, hopefully they don't listen to this. All right, I'm wrapping up. If I was listening to a podcast and start talking about this, I would, I would. So, we are the big rigs. Have a great Christmas, and we're gonna talk to you soon. Peace.